Welcome to the Lease Option Experience. I'm John Jackson, your host, and together with my co-host, Joe Seski, we answer all of your questions about lease options in real estate. We answer questions about sandwich lease options, straight lease options, lease option assignments, also known as wholesaling lease options, which is exactly what we specialize in and what I've specialized in since 2003, having done well over 700 lease option transactions. If you have questions about lease options, this is the podcast you want to be listening to. I know there's a lot of podcasts out there about real estate, real estate investing, but this is the only podcast devoted specifically to the niche of lease options. We answer all of your questions and guide you through actual real transactions, both of our own, our students, and our listeners. So what do you see? Let's get started with the next episode of the Lease Option Experience. Welcome to the Lease Option Experience Podcast. Super excited to be here where we're going to be talking about lease options, real estate, and really all things lease option, I guess. And, and which, by the way, be sure to sign up for any list that we're on. <laughs> Subscribe to us uh, on YouTube. Uh, be sure to comment, give us thumbs up, uh, leave comments, questions, anything like that, we will actually respond to you. But we're super excited to have this episode of the Lease Option Experience. This is my co-host, Joe Seski. Hey, 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 Lease Option World. How drove you doing? All, drove all the way here from Oklahoma to be on this episode. We're super excited fun. to be on this uh, uh, here for this episode because this is our very first episode from this studio in Fort Worth, Texas. Quite the uh, upgrade. This is definitely an upgrade from yes. what we were doing. Yes. Uh, we were recording from a studio in Dallas and it just was, we weren't feeling it. No, weren't, weren't feeling no, it. no, not at all. And, and they weren't feeling us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've actually uh, had events at venues where they didn't, they just didn't quite feel us. No, no. It's for, love, love, you love us or hate us. That's yeah, for love sure. us or hate us. For like, sure. uh, the Worthington Renaissance in Fort Worth wasn't a big fan of ours. They actually locked us out of a ballroom. Yeah. We had been yeah, I don't know what gauge uh, steel chains uh, those were, but those were very thick. I mean, th those were probably rated for towing. It was, it was, yeah. um, yeah, we have, it's a true story. We were actually scheduled. We had a, I had paid for this three day event for this whole, uh, uh, you know, conference from this big ballroom yeah and they locked they literally locked the door with a chain and and a, and a deadbolt yeah yeah and the, the question that came padlock to our, would, a be, padlock, would be a yeah. padlock yeah and the question that came to my all of our minds is what the hell is a hotel doing with a padlock and this massive tow chain yeah they clearly don't like others as well apparently we were not the first ones that came along that they didn't like. Probably not the last. Yeah. But man, uh, I'm really excited about this episode, not only because of our new studio, we're going to be recording here um, all the time now on a regular basis, but I'm super excited to talk a little bit about the event I just came from in Key West. Right. So you just came back from that, uh, Key West, Florida. And that was, uh, what event was that? What was that called? So uh, a good, uh, oh, uh, very, very uh, good friend of both of ours, Tim Mai, mm. down in Houston. Uh, the event was the Hero, uh, the Hero uh, Real Estate Coaches uh, Summit, where a hundred, about a hundred people of the top real estate coaches in the industry came together for this event, and it really became something that even even bigger than what Tim had even imagined, mm -hmm. and it just kind of took on uh, really kind of a life of its own. 
uh, and, and we just kind of just watched it in the sense of the networking that was going on there hmm. uh, where people were trying, they, they were just openly helping other people. Okay. It wasn't just so. If you weren't there, there's no benefit to it then. No, if you weren't there, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you weren't there, you lost. How this benefited you? you. Okay, that's you great. missed out. Great, but no, it was just so great to see. First of all, mm -hmm. we had the best, the best people. I mean, the uh, there in the room, but then we had old uh, or older, just legends in the industry like Dolph DeRoos, who, uh, as I mentioned, these names. If you've never heard of some of these people, go out there, get their books, their audio books, buy their books. Uh, Dolph DeRoos is, he's from uh, New Zealand, I guess, or Australia. Uh, amazingly nice guy, but uh, just a brilliant guy. He's incredibly sharp. Uh, he, was telling, he was telling us stories about how, uh, you know, he gets called in to increase the value of properties, like commercial properties, help people with their portfolios, this hmm. and that, and really increase the values. Listen to this, Joe. <laughs> he was uh, called in to uh, work on a project in... Um, uh, Thailand, I think. I forgot where it was, maybe in uh, Vietnam, but someplace overseas somewhere for a uh, like a retirement or assisted care living facility. Hmm. And uh, the investors had wanted him to, to work on this project. And he said, well, we can increase the value of your property uh, by dramatically. I mean, <laughs> millions and millions of dollars if we put a helipad on it. And this way... The patients, your clients that are staying here, can they can be heliported, heli okay. uh, yeah. travel by helicopter to right. their doctor's appointments. Right. That takes the value of this property and increases it dramatically because hmm. now you can bring a helicopter in and travel. And you'll, they're like, oh my gosh, how much is that going to cost? Yeah. Well, is in it, Thailand, I mean, what, what do you need to, to land a helicopter there? Well, like okay. concrete? I don't so, know. Well, so <laughs> they said, well, we can do this and this, and it cost you about $5 million or whatever. I'm like, oh, no. Wow. He said, or, yeah, I can do it myself for about 25 bucks. <laughs> what? And so he said, you know, if you take a can of paint <laughs> and you paint, <laughs> yeah, and you paint. Put a couple of strobe lights there. Yes, you paint. Ooh. And then you have the FIA jacket helipad. or whatever. And what and was then, the project? Were they building like a hotel? You said commercial. They, the building was there. It was a assisted living building. Oh, okay. Uh, and so he, a medevac helicopter. Like a medevac as well. hospital. Yeah, they literally be, yeah. took a for twenty five bucks, painted the roof. Yeah. Boom! There you go. You just and they increased <laughs> the value like by like fifty million dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, just to make that claim. You yeah, have that but feature. he's just. But that's just the way he thinks. Yeah. So, but he's amazing. Yeah. Dolph Roos was there. Um, uh huh. Uh, you had uh, Ron Legrand, who's been, you know, he's been around forever. Uh, most everybody's heard of Ron Legrand. Uh, Russ Whitney. Which goes back in the day of, um, you know, the info infomercials and the, uh, you know, the big seminars. Okay. So Russ and Ron Legrand, uh, as as Ron puts it, uh, Robert Allen, who is also there. Robert Allen was there, who wrote the book No Money Down. He wrote mm. uh, One Minute Millionaire, which is what got me started. Ron Legrand put it a great way. He said, Robert, he said I was a. Ron said he was a son of Robert Allen. And he and Russ were basically brothers. So as you go down the kind of the, the family tree of real estate gurus, there's Robert Allen, you know, and Ron Legrand and Russ Whitney. And, interesting. And, wow. uh, and we were all like, you know, kids of, you know, it was, it was interesting to see, you know, like four generations <laughs> of real estate gurus. That in one room. But to see these guys on stage and hear their stories, it was really amazing. I bet. And I bet. Uh, yeah. to be able to, for me to, um, 
now I'd be able to call Robert Allen my yeah. friend. Robert Allen's the guy that got me started with the book One Minute Millionaire. So if you don't have that book, I ordered that, by the way, and uh, Amazon lost it. They said, uh, your order has been lost, and I was refunded. So I couldn't okay, get it. Okay, I've yeah. got five copies at the house. Okay. So grab one. I will. Um, but uh, it's a great book. Yeah. Uh, I recommend it to everybody, even if you're not interested in real estate so much, but it's a great book. It's two books in hmm. one. But to see seems, this event. Seems somewhat like clickbait, like One Minute Millionaire. You know, to me, that's, and I don't know what it's about, but it seems hmm. like for no work, you could become a millionaire. What is like the, the, the synopsis of that book so the title one minute millionaire it came from essentially every minute someone is someone oh, else okay. is becoming a millionaire okay. but the book is about um it, it goes into obviously like like mindset okay which is um, huge as, oh, as a massive. coach i see you know if you mindset is what holds people back the most but i'm sorry go ahead no no but yeah. no you're right yeah. so it's about the mindset mm -hmm. uh and um and then it does get into real estate some mm -hmm. but not too okay. techy and so deep. So it's more kind of psychology and yeah. piece with a, a, a because, hints of real estate. Okay. Because it was co-authored by Mark Victor Hansen. Okay. Who also co-authored uh, the Chicken for the Soup series oh, with okay. uh, Jack Canfield. Wow. Um, uh, but anyway, so it goes into the mindset. And well, that's interesting. We just had a call from a student. I'll turn that off. <laughs> Uh, Ricky Pock calling me. Ricky, you just made it to a podcast. Thanks for calling. <laughs> uh, we should well, maybe one day we'll take student calls on the podcast. But yeah. uh, anyway, so then the other half of the book is a, a, a fictional book about a lady, a single mom, mm -hmm. who um, uh, you know was working some dead end job, mm. gets into real estate, and it, it's a fictional story of her mm. path in real estate. But it's a great book. Okay. But uh, anyway, one of the great things about this, the biggest thing about this event in Key West is was the networking and the relationships where it wasn't it nobody was there uh peacocking or beating their chest going i'm so-and-so and i do 100 deals a month and blah blah blah. except for you yeah like, <laughs> except for me because no, there nobody gave a crap there right. it was about right. hey here's who i am here's what i do but here's some uh things that i have access to that i could help you with and it was to see 100 people literally helping each other like mm -hmm. i've got a list of people that i'll be reaching out to over the next week or two that we're going to do some great things together over the course of who knows the next six months year mm -hmm. two years i mean the relationships that were built here right their lives were going to be changed and some great things i mean it literally brought back robert allen into the scene it brought russ <laughs> whitney back he's been off the scene yeah under the radar for a long time right uh, now ricky's calling you yeah. is it yeah <laughs> that's funny our students yeah. <laughs> our students our are... students have our own personal cell phone this numbers that's true. so much we care yeah <laughs> what other what real estate gurus yeah. do you know where their students actually call their cell phones and if they can't get yeah. a hold of one they call yeah. the other one um so that's how devoted we are to our students which you can go to uh, thedreampartners.com <laughs> to learn more about uh, becoming one of our mm -hmm. students if you want to do a lot of lease options. And you brought up a really good point because as entrepreneurs, so many of us think we just can do it on our own. Yep. And you could get so much more done when you're working as a team or collaborate. And entrepreneurs, they don't have that. You know, A lot of times they're willing to take action. They're willing to do everything on their own, but they're unwilling to work in teams sometimes. So it's, it's kind of the opposite. So that's that's pretty cool that uh, everybody was there to kind of help each other out and uh, work together. So I like that. Absolutely. And, and it was, I mean, you just really had to, to witness this where mm -hmm. um, so many relationships were built right. where amazing things are going to come out of those relationships. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, like take for example, like Russ Whitney, who Russ Whitney 
uh, was like the king of, uh, of seminars. <laughs> oh, they did get these numbers. This is going to blow your mind. Like I couldn't even uh, comprehend these numbers. You know, the events that you and I do, mm-hmm. his company, there's another, uh, <laughs> you won't give up. His company was doing, get this, 500 events on any given weekend. What? 500. How? Between, between the different, uh, between real estate and the st- different sections of real estate they were doing seminars on to uh, previews and all of this, mm. 500 a weekend. He was, his company was doing $250 million a year, a quarter of a billion mm. in seminar and coaching sales. Um, it all came crashing down when the SEC and the DOJ <laughs> investigated him. And when the, district, when the DOJ uh, gets involved, well, now it's a criminal mm. investigation, which means you can actually serve jail time. It's not just, hey, we're going to fine you with the mm. SEC. So Russ Whitney spent $22 million um, fighting this. Okay. And at the end of the day... So he was innocent then. He wasn't... Yeah, then they, okay. they found nothing wrong. Said, well, okay, Shh. nothing to see here, folks. Wow. Meanwhile, a th- he, you know, his yeah. empire came crashing yeah. down. A thousand right. people lost right. their jobs. And uh, at the end of the day, DOJ goes, nothing to see here. Move along. Well, what do you mean move along? You just destroyed a business in the yeah. lives of a thousand people. Right. Um, but that says a lot to, to go through all that, and they found nothing. And the guy is really sharp, uh, you know, just listening to him, having you know, conversations with him, just uh, really sharp, knows his stuff. Hmm. He's doing a lot of development now, like in Costa Rica and other uh, hmm. uh, apartments and They all seem to be outside of the country now after the... Yeah, after the investigation, <laughs> I'm going to Costa Rica. But no, he's doing a lot of stuff in Florida. Okay. Um, but he now he's like, after coming to this event, he's like, he, now he's got the taste for it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, but it was really neat to yeah. see all those people in this. And Tim Mai has a heart of gold. He he loves to help people, so that's really good. So uh, back to lease options. Yeah. Um, what uh, anything we could implement uh, that you you took away from there for for those uh, that are listening or? Well, from from the lease option perspective, it mm-hmm. uh, got a lot of. Uh, I met a lot of people that uh, I knew their names, but I never met them before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of things that we can uh, reach out to and start to implement. Um, I tell you where I'm really look, what I'm really looking forward to in the very near future, like within a, uh, a month or so, is getting into commercial lease options. Hmm. Uh, we're going to be working with uh, Peter Conti. You know Peter, of course. And put, coming out with a course specifically for commercial lease options. I know we've got a student, Malcolm who seems to be, uh, 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 he's had a two or three different commercial uh, uh, op- opportunities come up. And, you know, commercial lease options are different than, you know, your sure, s- sure. residential. And, and, and the interest in this is because a lot of brick and mortar retail shops are kind of going yeah, on. Retail's so, about okay. to make a major shift. Well, we're seeing it with okay. all these empty empty, uh, uh, you know, strip shops and oh, yeah. centers. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing is that with every shift comes opportunity, right? Right. right. You look at, uh, the mortgage industry when it fell apart. Well, that's opportunity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with that major shift comes opportunity with the, with the complete, you know, debacle that commercial real estate is becoming is going to become hmm. that's opportunity. Hmm. So what is that opportunity? Well, you know, we don't know specifically yet, but it's, it's time to get into that yeah. game. Yeah. So really looking forward to that into the commercial and you can do, uh, you can do lease options with multifamily. Mm-hmm. You know, like what Peter was saying before, you know, we record him 
on the other uh, episode uh, with uh, um, with lease options and with what's going on with commercial multifamily. Uh, and Airbnb, mm-hmm. Airbnb is, 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 everybody wants to know how to do that. I know everybody wants to do Airbnb. It's, it's, it's the new soon shiny say object. That, it's like crypto. It's like, Ooh, Airbnb. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, we're, um, so we're going to be working on, uh, we're going to be coming out with a commercial lease option. Uh, then we're, I'm going to be introducing everybody to our good friend, George Salas, who's down in Houston, who does a lot of Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, boy, he's, he's going to be a name you're going to hear a lot about. And a lot about, and he's a good friend of mine. And we're going to be bringing lease option into Airbnb as far as how do you control properties for Airbnb? Hmm. Uh, you know, um, a lot of people think to get into Airbnb, you have to either buy the property or you have to rent the property, and you know, that lease is for a finite specific right. amount of time. With a lease option, obviously, you can control that property. Uh, with a lease and the option period, depending on how long you want it, two years, three years, four years, whatever, control that property, cash flow it, mm-hmm. and then refi- you know, finance the property if you decide mm-hmm. to uh, into, a, into a permanent loan. Hmm. But now you've had time to, to cash flow it for 12, 24 right, months or whatever. Right, right. That's interesting. And yeah. if, it, if it turns out that it was a dud that right. hey, man, I didn't cash flow like I wanted. Okay. You walk away, but you were able to control right. that property. Profit. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And, and control a lot better because now yeah. you can, uh, you can, uh, cloud the title with a mm-hmm. memorandum of option. Mm-hmm. So the seller can't sell it out from right. underneath you. Right. So it gives you a lot more flexibility, uh, hmm. on that. So those are some things that we have coming up with commercial lease options, lease options to get into Airbnb, lease options to get into multifamily. So a lot of things coming down the pipe, uh, a lot of things coming down the pipe there. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, again, just super excited about the event it went to. And uh, we've got uh, our students at uh, Lease Option Classes are doing a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. We oh, my gosh. A... Talk about. So, last night I had a <laughs> webinar. Okay. Uh, you don't even know this yet. I... Last night I did a <laughs> webinar. Um, and I was uh, on this live webinar and I started talking about Heather. Yeah. Who is, uh, I was talking about, I said, oh, we've got this student uh, that just locked up a $1.6 million property. Something, something ridiculous. Out like of California. Over a million dollars. Yeah. yeah well, and she's doing another property. And then I looked down in the chat box and she, and it was Heather. <laughs> I didn't know she was even on the, yeah. on the webinar. And I was like, oh my God, I've, I was like, oh, that's awkward. I was talking yeah. about someone and they're on the webinar. So I said, hey, Heather, come on. Oh, that's I'll bring up your mic. Odds. Yeah. Totally unscripted. Yeah. And I brought her up. And I had Jose Campos on the webinar okay. talking about you know what he's done. Sure. And uh, so Heather was sharing with us about the property that she locked up in California. It was one point six, I think. And her assignment fee, what she's going to make on this bad boy, was like two hundred thousand dollars or something. Something like that. I know we needed about fifteen percent down. Yeah, for that. It, was, it was a substantial yeah, amount. Something like that. And yeah. uh, and she and she's had like three or four other. Or maybe more properties where she's got the the sheets out. She's once she's about to put in a contract. I mean, she is just like bam. She's mm-hmm. going to get it, man. Mm-hmm. And so as and this is like, in California, uh, San Francisco Bay. Okay, uh, where you can't, you know, you could, well, you can't do lease options there, John. The market's too hot. <laughs> right, right. You know, right. oh, I can't go there. We got to go to Maine or Vermont. You know, so yeah. well, you can't do, do that. It. Can't do it in San Francisco. The no, price is too no, high. My, no way you could do it in Miami-Dade County. You know, yeah, it's, right. It's got to be right. like in a, a farm in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> so it, that's exciting. We'll see it, what happens. Oh, I'm so excited yeah. for her. And uh, yes, yeah, so you've uh, been working with her uh, directly, and she's mm-hmm. uh, 
super excited about what y'all have been doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I've got um, the students I'm working with. Uh, I call them the Fab Five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Jose's been doing great. Um, um, uh, Nat and Jen. Yep. And we're hitting uh, uh, some of these areas. Um, uh, Nat and Jen and I are hitting some of these areas that are like down in the valley of Texas, which is mm-hmm. uh, almost. Uh, predominantly Hispanic, and then El Paso, Texas. So doing some different things there, some different mail pieces that say, uh, yeah, you know, Sabla, yeah, that's uh, Sabla, Espanol yeah. Espanol um, And I've already talked to some sellers, and it's funny because I'll, I'll call them, and they'll say, <laughs> bueno, <laughs> or que, you know, so oh, here we go, you know. But, um, but, YouTube uh, is so going to ban us. Yeah, it's like the second or whatever episode this is. Like we're, <laughs> we're banned. We're already banned. So, yeah. So exciting stuff going on there uh, with those guys. So um, That's anyway, cool. And lease options are uh, um, uh, about to be, you know, as we're recording this, um, yeah. lease options are going to be. Right now, inventory is down just across the board with COVID. But on the horizon, you could see on both sides, the seller side, when all of these uh, moratoriums are going to come to an end soon, it's going to be a lot of defaults. So there's going to be a lot of inventory on the horizon, right? And for all those potential buyers that lost their job during COVID, well, guess what? They're going to need some help qualifying for financing. And not only that, the banks and lenders, uh, I believe you said, are actually beginning to tighten up oh, their yeah. lending as well. Yep. So yeah, if you want to touch on that, that's exciting. Yeah, and I'm, I'm glad you brought up the forbearances and yeah. uh, the moratorium, all Whatever. this stuff. Yeah. So what we have is, um, you know, I've been around, I've been in this since 2003, so uh, a long, long enough to see different cycles. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I say this all the time, that all markets are cyclical. Because right. plan A is always to sell it, right? right. Most of the time, you know, to get for cash, cash or straight and, sale. And there you go. Uh, but, um, uh, uh, you, know, and, you know, so all markets are cyclical. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so what we have here is a, a house of cards. And what I'm seeing is the really the same thing I saw in 06 and 07. Hmm. So what happens is the market, all markets are driven by two things, fear and greed. Okay. People say supply and demand. Yeah, but what drives that? Fear and greed. So what we're seeing now is greed. Yeah. Greed is what's in motion right yes. now. Yes. More students calling. Uh, <laughs> and so what happens is right before the, the crash. There's a lot of fear right now, I, I think, at least on the seller side. Um, maybe not on the buyer side. I mean, interest rates are all time low. But, but I've talked to a lot of sellers, and they're scared to put it on the market. I mean, the inventory is down. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're seeing, we're seeing in some areas. Okay. We're in some areas where people are getting above asking price, mm-hmm. you know, you know, way above asking price. It's not even going to get this. How crazy is this? There are people selling houses for above asking price, and it won't even appraise at what the buyers are paying. So does that, that work? Well, let me tell you how that works. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you exactly how this works. So imagine this, and I'm going to throw out a number here. I'm looking at the timer here. We're running out of time. Imagine this, a $400,000 house. Mm-hmm. All with these me so far, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> this, me. Lost you really painted a picture here yeah, for the audience. $400,000 house. Buyers come in. Mm-hmm. It's a bidding war. They're coming in at, say, $440,000, right? Sure. And the seller says, okay, great. And uh, But they still have to get underlying you know, financing. Sure. But they've got enough money to put down that it, you know the lender's like, okay. Okay. So the lender finances, whatever, say three ninety. Okay. The buyer puts down, say, $50,000. Well, the house won't even appraise except for 400000 okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So now, um, all right, they just bought a $400,000 house, but paid for, what did I say, 440 for yeah. it, okay? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen in two years or three years, four years, and they go to sell it? Yeah. They don't have any equity. They're upside down. Yeah. And so now what happens is this is not something where this this uh, this downside, the, the market falling, is going to be, it's going to happen and be over in six months. Hmm. No, this is going to drag on. Mm-hmm. Because now you have all these, where the people are paying over market value, they're in a bad spot. Like they're going in knowing they're paying more than what it's right, even right, going right, to be right, worth. Right, right. Huh. But then you have the lenders tightening up the uh, the lending requirements, and then you have the forbearances coming due. So I talked to two sellers this week mm-hmm. that were both in forbearance. Uh, both of them were coming up and uh, to, uh, to to expire one in April, one in May. In other words, and what happens once that is once that expires? Well, that's a very interesting question because guess what? I honestly don't know. It, it totally no. It totally depends. Like, is everything due? Like, it's just accelerated. You don't know. Like, and guess so, what? So yeah. I'm asking the seller. I'm asking both these sellers. Okay, so your forbearance is coming up at the end of this month. That's in two weeks. What has the lender told you that's going to happen? Right, right. What, are they going to put it on the end of the loan? Right. Are they going to work yeah, it in? And it now just, your payments yeah, spike. What are they going to do? Here's the response I get. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, hopefully they just take that chunk and put it on the end, right? Well, like that, ideally, be... they'd put it on the end, but guess yeah. they, they yeah. don't. That normally with a forbearance, they'll just go, okay, uh, it's May. Now you owe six payments. Right. Well, if they couldn't, if they were the making the payments yeah. before, yeah. see, it's up to the lender. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's up to the lender. So uh, either way, I mean, whatever happens, it's, it's not going to be, be pretty. Yeah, it's, it's about not to be, be ugly. Pretty, yeah, yeah. And so, and what's the last? The last thing that happens in a market before you see it fall off the cliff is it may spikes. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. It, it, it makes yeah. one last surge. Yeah. You go bam, and that's what we're in right now. We're in the surge. So if, uh, if I know you watch all kinds of stupid crap on YouTube, you've watched uh, videos <laughs> of, of a tsunami, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, of a tidal wave. When you're, at the, when you're out in the ocean, you don't know there's a tidal wave going, nope. under, going no. underneath you. There are subtle signs, like the it, uh, the birds will fly away. Um, the water will actually retract, like low tide yeah, well, is very at, low. At, at the coastline. <laughs> yeah. now, now we're going into, <laughs> but, into your biology degree here. <laughs> no, <it's, laughs> um, but anyway, the tidal wave is coming. And this is that final it has surge. To. Yeah, it has to. So it's about to be ugly here. Uh, and I'm excited. You can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. I'm excited. It's about to be a crap show. Because in 2008, <laughs> it was I was making a lot of money doing so, so many a lot de- of deals back around a lot of deals. And, you know, for years Eight, after nine, 2008. Ten, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we're about to see it. Our students are about to be there. They just have no idea of what's coming. So like my student, Jose, has done all these deals. And then he's last yesterday he was saying, uh, with his accent, "Hey John, I, I sent out a mailing. I sent out another mailing, but uh, nobody. Uh, I can't do it. I'm, now I sound like a Chinese guy." Hey John, we'll we'll edit that out. We'll, we'll, we'll edit this out so it sounds like I'm from Puerto Rico because he's from Puerto Rico. He said, uh, "John, uh, uh, I did all these mailing. I did this mailing and uh, didn't get any calls on it, or one or two. And and how uh, many did he do?" I think 500-something, 600-something. So that's a, a decent amount. Yeah. yeah. And he said, I didn't get any uh, calls on this last mailing. Or maybe got one or two yeah. calls. And that was – was that a MLS? Problem? MLS over okay, 60. Okay, so standard. Okay. Yep. And I said – but he's 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 this guy that he's not – he's relentless. He's doing the marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and he's even doing a texting and this and that. And, I, and he's in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I said, Jose, uh, uh, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I said, be consistent, and you're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. I said, I know you had a lot of success out of the gate. Bam, one, two, three, four, you know, four deals. Right. And you got a couple in the pipeline here. But I said, you are you're planting the seed for what's coming up. Mm -hmm. I said, I guarantee yeah. you, you stay on this track. I've, I've had sellers call me back from a brochure or a direct mail piece that they received two, three years ago. Oh yeah. And they're like, Hey, I haven't, yeah, I'm like, I, I didn't do a million. I like, saw this in my drawer yeah. here. So he's planting the seed. I said, man, you get it. I said in a month, two months, it's going to start hitting and you're going to be like, Holy right. crap. Um, speaking of Holy crap, we're already out of time. Cause Holy crap. Cause yeah. our, cause wow. our, our new sound man, Chris yep. has an engagement at five o'clock. Yes. Speaking Some, of it, somewhat more important than us. I yeah, think I Joe guess, McCall, I think is after yeah, us. Yeah, Joe McCall is <laughs> coming up next. Uh, so, and apparently <laughs> Chris is doing his show. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, but we do uh, definitely uh, comment on our, our uh, new sign, our here. sign, this our is, logo uh, here. Look how beautiful yeah. this is. It's a great set. Yeah. Um, so man, I, we're on a, we're, maybe we should do a two hour show sometime. Well, I think so. Yeah. Or we'll have an interaction. We definitely have, have to have some sort of interaction, maybe like a, a tele, you know, whatever that well, phone we got is. Interaction like a, from our students. Well, that's calling. true. Yeah. This we should Ricky, have taken Ricky it. Ricky Pock yeah. is saying, yeah. uh, he's watching some of the coaching videos and now he had a, a question and it was vital because he's calling, blowing up our phones. <laughs> That's fine. Isn't it funny? He did uh, a deal. He did a deal. He's in Houston. He did yeah, a deal, a virtual deal in Pennsylvania. Oh, my home yeah. state. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ricky did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. So I know we got to wrap this up because Chris has uh, got an engagement. Speaking of engagement, oh. I'm officially off the market. That uh, Congratulations. So you, you just got engaged. I to... got engaged Wednesday to Karina and uh, told, uh, told her kids, of course. I, I FaceTimed my kids, told them. And yesterday was at the dentist's office. And saw my ex-wife Lisa. And, wow! Yeah, you go to the same. Uh, you still have the same insurance, or I have. No ins <laughs> I'm about to be on American Airlines insurance. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah, baby. That's cool. I'm glad our tax dollars can. can <laughs> what does that do with tax dollars? I mean, we bailed the airlines out, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, good. No, but I'm, yeah. I'm happy for you. That's awesome. I'm so she's, and she's great. She she's is an amazing great. girl. She's a unicorn, as you right. put it. She is. She's amazing. She's gone through and, a lot of uh, prospects. I have or she A has. lot. If Karina's listening, quite a few before. Oh, I've gone through quite a few. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, she oh, actually well. got my phone the other day. I was looking at some photos. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and she had my phone. I'm like, I don't care. Well, she went back like four years. And I didn't know there was yeah. still stuff on there from yeah. four years ago. And so, <clears throat> hey, having said, listen, guys, be sure to subscribe. <laughs> Click the button below to like. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, subscribe to our channel so you'll know when we come out with new episodes. Uh, definitely hit us up. Put in the comments comment, questions. Comment what you want to hear as well. If I know we talk about a lot of stuff that probably isn't relevant to our, our listeners, but if there's something you want to hear specifically, uh, we might cover it. Yeah, and if you have questions, email us, questions at leasingtobuy.com, questions at leasingtobuy.com. Again, please subscribe. Put in comments. We do uh, look at those comments uh, and hit us up. And, wow, this show's already over. I can't believe it. Guys, listen. Take care. Uh, again, go to lease option classes. If you have any questions, if you want to learn more about what we do, go to thedreampartners.com. If you want to work with Joe and I and blow up both of our phones with questions, <laughs> that's how you do it. It's thedreampartners.com. Anyway, guys, we got to wrap this up. Take care, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of the lease option experience. I hope you got a lot of 
information out of that episode. Again, if you have any questions about lease options, email us questions at leasingtobuy.com. Again, that's questions at leasingtobuy.com. And again, if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a thumbs up on uh, any platform that you're listening to or watching us on. Again, questions at leasingtobuy.com. And if you haven't, again, go to leaseoptionclasses.com. Get all your free downloads, a lot of great information, including the steps to lease option, a lease option calculator, my seller price sheet, and even my comparison sheet. Again, that's leaseoptionclasses.com. And we've got a lot more training videos there as well. And you can even learn more about uh, the lease options 2.0 training information. All right, take care and we'll see you on the next episode.